Recording episode 102. I'm running on fumes. <laughs> There's the title. Uh, <laughs> right out of the gate. I'm, I'm dying. I'm like falling asleep while talking to you. It's terrible. Well, normally we record like during the daytime, but it's nine at night. So it's, it's tough for us old guys. Nighting at night. Kids aren't sleeping at night. The dog is not sleeping at night. <laughs> You know, but go to sleep at like, you know, you try to go to sleep early. You wind up going to sleep at like, sure. I don't know, after all the, the, after you fill up and all the progressive liberal CNBC, MSNBC, <laughs> CNN stuff at night, you go to bed. Uh, you know, the, between the dogs waking up, Ethan waking up, Sammy waking up, it's at least three wake ups a night. And then they wake up naturally now. Our kids caught up to your kids. Now our wake yes. up is five o'clock in the morning. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the party, baby. So between the three wake ups a night plus the five o'clock in the morning plus my, I'm on a 1500 calorie a day diet now. I'm like, oh my goodness. this is, this is, this is tough physically. Really like that. Yeah. I was used to say you're like that Seinfeld episode where he's like something's got to give. <laughs> Plus, you know, today was terrible. Today is the first warm day, right? right? So it, it's uh, it's deceiving because it seems like oh great, first warm day, you know, it's nice, relaxing. No, 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 that's for kids. First warm day for adults means your ass is in the backyard cleaning up so the kids can go <laughs> and play because there's. A winter full of garbage out in the backyard of sticks and stuff the baby shouldn't be picking up and then just you know a whole bunch of stuff so it's basically an hour and a half of doing squats in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> picking up stuff so you're already tired like it's 6 30 in the morning or something and then we had guys come over to install a new air conditioner and that's people in the house and you know how i am about people in the house <laughs> you know we know you don't like that. It's not weird. It's like, you know when people on the internet like to talk about being introverts and shit? Right. And I don't know how many of them are actually introverts, but it's not like... Like, I think the medical thing is like when you're an introvert, you're physically... Uh, like, being around strangers physically drains you. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's a physiological thing. It's not like a... So having people in the house physically drains me. So I'm like already tired from the squats in the backyard. When these guys came over to install the air conditioner... Then the in-laws came over, so more people in the house. Then I had to take Ethan to the park because it's the first warm day. And, you know, like 10,000 other parents had the same exact idea. So there's no parking there. There's 10,000 kids. <laughs> and there's like, there's lines to the swings. <laughs> you got to um, get out of there. You can't, you can't even <laughs> stay at that park. That's just an automatic leave and find the next park. Um, and or go back to the new clean backyard. Either yeah, one, yeah, yeah. but you can't stay at that park because people, you can't have that many terrible parents around you and your kids. It's too stressful. Right, because you got to start yeah. parenting the other kids because the other parents right. don't give a shit. They're, They're just animals. sitting there on their phones. Yeah, exactly. Um, we yeah. had a similar, we had a million people in our house this week because we had to dig up a half our yard for a plumbing situation. Again? So, no, well, this is like a continuation of that one. Like, okay. We had heard some gurgling in our finished base room, like toilet situation. So we're like, oh, crap. So we had the plumber come and use the, you know, video snake thing to like right. see what's issue and stuff. The, like the pitch is way wrong from like when their house was built and whatever, all this stuff. So they had to like dig up the whole outside to put a new pipe and they had to, they're, they've been jackhammering right. for multiple days in my basement <laughs> to create a hole to put a pump in so that the basement level toilet and bathtub will now be like pumped up to the proper height, which then creates the proper pitch outside the house. Yada, right. yada. You have filthy plumbers with their poopy <laughs> boots all work. I mean, like I'm not even a huge germaphobe, but like, I mean, these guys, you know, they're, like yeah, but they're literally walking in shit. Yeah. yeah. They were walking in my own shit in my house. Cause like, you know, they're in the thing with the snake video snake right. thing in my stuff that's inside the house and then like they pull that out and there's like spraying poop everywhere and then they're just walking in through that poop they sprayed everywhere and in my finished basement and all around my house and it's like <sighs> having a house is fun we had that last oh, summer did i tell you about that we had the same thing know. yeah Plumber we, had thing? The, we had the we had the pipe that goes out from the from the house to the main right out in the oh, street 
And uh, so, I I yeah, it that. always kept clogging up, and we kept, you know, ordering, you know, four times a year or something the the rotor router type of things. Right. Um, and each time they come out, they tell us, you know, the the pipe under there. There's a tree in the front yard. That's the roots are like. There's this thing that I heard on the radio the other day about uh, they, they did studies on this that the, the tree roots will automatically sort of like gravitate towards a running water pipe. So, yeah, they do. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? I don't yeah. even. That's the kind of thing that blows your mind. Like how? Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. They know did, there's water in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did experiments on this. It's not even like it's not even sound. They like they 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 actually know. So uh, the, the after a year, this house is like 1945. So so after years, you know, the the tree wins. The tree always wins. Right. So. <laughs> Uh, the pipes go bye bye, and uh, the roots go in, so the the water doesn't pass anymore. So all of that requires every exactly what happened to you, right? They got to bring the jackhammers in. They got to have the the cats and the, the bobcats right. dig that stuff out. So then they ruin everything, right? Because no. there's like That's there's crazy. stuff between the house and the the, the street. Sure. Like stuff you paid money for when you bought the house. And <laughs> they don't care about that. All that stuff goes bye bye. And like if there's pattern in that stuff, like stonework, that that yep. it's never going to look the same again. So then no. you got to pay triple to find the guy who will fix that stuff for you. Uh, so all of last summer was basically two days of of ruining my front yard, and then two months of trying to fix my front yard. <laughs> exactly. Three exactly. times the car. So they're still, they're still doing the final part. I still have like, I'm not even to the part where I can start fixing it. So right. I'm waiting to get to that part. We, hopefully we don't have this problem anymore because your basement flooding with poop is not fun either. No. But uh, it's just, it's just uh, home ownership. It's just the worst. Hate everything about it. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. But- but then you know, no neighbors. So that's 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 essentially it, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you don't have like people living right next to you. You mean or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Underneath or on top. Uh, right, right. You got you got a little bit of space. That's true. <sighs> so uh, uh, with yeah. all the kids I have, you gotta have. I need some space. But that's that's definitely. right. That's true. Yeah. So then that's it. they came back from the park. Got you had to go out again because got gotta get food because there's people in the house. Yeah. And then uh, went to the gym and then came back, give Ethan a bath and then put him to bed and then, like. It's just all of that because the day was warm. Now, (laughs) (laughs) just day one of six more months of warm days, damn it. Anyway, so what is this fifteen hundred calorie? You can't. I don't even want to get too much into your uh, workout regime because we covered that a lot lately. But so lately was like lately was like two months ago. It was two months ago, but. This no so yeah. Just a minor update. Give us the quick update. So the quick update is that you know how you make fun of those people who uh, come up to you and 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 they say, "Oh, I got a degree in nutrition or health, whatever workout theology, whatever workout stuff, right?" Right. right. And you almost always dismiss it because because we're douchebags and we think that we have to like have actual proper degrees in school for computer science and whatnot. So it turns out there's a lot of complicated science-based stuff that that you actually, like if you research this stuff, there's a lot to know. Yeah. So when I started- They don't but that they don't even know about how your body works and food, which is crazy. Like all the yeah. stuff you research, you know, but they're like, they don't know like a lot of basic stuff about your body and food and all that. But anyway, continue. Right. So, so like when I started this stuff, like I made a lot of progress because it's like you almost- can't not make progress right. because I was like 225 pounds, right? It's, it's sort of easy. Right, just working out every day alone in. is right, the, right, right. But then, like at the end of like last episode, like two months ago or something, like I kind of hit a wall at like 165 or something like that. And uh, so then I went and I like sat down and I seriously started doing research, like not blogs and Reddit, but like published papers, shit, right? right? Like I need <laughs> to know. So going deep on nutrition, internet. Yeah, and the workout and stuff. So, I, so I, I went through that whatever that gate, and now I know enough. So, so, so it turns out like after that initial beginner thing, at which where you lose weight regardless, basically what you do, and you can gain muscle at the same time. It's pretty much the only time where you can lose weight and gain muscle at the same time. But when you reach like I'm at like fifteen percent body fat. So when you reach that level, um, you can't. Uh, bodybuilders have this thing called bulking and cutting. Mm-hmm. So you you have this maintenance calorie level at which point you don't weight you don't gain anything you don't lose anything right there's a formula for that i think it's like give your body weight divided by 12 so i don't remember what it is. i have like google sheets on this shit now but <laughs> um but there's a there's a there's a maintenance level so if you eat if you want to uh, you can't uh, muscle muscle growth requires uh, a calorie uh, uh, uh 
uh, what's the opposite of deficit? Surplus. Surplus, right. Uh, but that requires gaining weight because you cannot like target the exact amount of surplus you need to grow the muscle, but not anymore to gain the weight because it's just right. you're not a robot, right? So, yeah. so but the idea is you still want to keep the six pack, right? You want to not be fat. So, uh, it, most people tend to go through these cycles they call cutting and, and bulking. So, when you cut, you work out essentially to not lose muscle, but you're about 20% below your maintenance calorie level in order to lose body fat. When you get down to whatever body fat you're comfortable with, basically looking in the mirror, but around 10%, something like that. Some people, men, 13%. At 13%, men start seeing six packs, so people tend to stop at 13%. Mm. So when you stop cutting, you don't. it's impossible to gain muscle. You can work out all you want while you're in a calorie deficit. The best you can do is not lose muscle while you're losing fat. So this doesn't work, by the way, for beginning weight loss like I went through in the first nine months or whatever it was because when you're beginning weight loss, all that extra fat just goes down and you're building muscle because you're like you're a deficit in everything. You don't have enough muscle. You have too much fat. Whatever you do, it works both ways. But right. when you reach down to the – when you're scraping the barrel sort of uh, uh, in the last couple of pounds of fat, you have to either cut or bulk. So you're cutting down to 13% from 15%. And then once I reach that floor – then you have to hit a calorie surplus uh, in order to start gaining muscle again from the workouts. Um, but that also winds up gaining weight. So if you don't go too, you, you try to hit 20% above your maintenance, but the maintenance changes because the maintenance level changes with your body weight. So you got to keep track of that garbage. But the idea is that you still have to eat clean because basically just grilled chicken all the time and broccoli. Uh, but, it's more of grilled chicken and broccoli. You just got to hit the caloric surplus on that, but not go overboard. So um, you sort of go through these cycles. You go through a couple of months bulking until you get, you know, 16, 17% body fat and you go back to cutting. So my cut level is at 1,500 calories a day. So if I'm at 1,500 calories a day, I drop about two, two pounds a week. Now, regardless, right, I could do Twinkies. Right, I'll I'll die, but it could be Twinkies at fifteen hundred calories a day. I'll I'll lose I'll still lose weight. That just chicken and broccoli doesn't seem like a healthy balanced uh, nutrition. Though. No, it's not. I mean, some people do the. It's called macro counting. You got to do like 60 percent protein, thirty percent. Uh, Right, carbs, like a variety yeah, fat, of yeah. things and but types of vegetables. Yeah, that's whatever. that's too much. I just I just eat a variety. <laughs> I just eat these two things. And no, it. I just eat a variety. Oh, okay, you yeah. Eat a variety. I mean, people go and like they buy food scales. I don't. I don't need you getting to that level, Buto. Yeah. We have stuff to do. If you go down that crazy road, that's nah. too much down there. So I'm. I, I know about like I stick to stuff that I know about what the calories are. So plus it's. There's not that much variety to begin with. I mean, it's basically salmon, grilled chicken, some kind of green vegetable. Um, the end. I mean, what else is there? I mean, you could, you could, you could ask me, and I could tell. You, there's really not. There's that different much. fruits. There's different vegetables. So fruits are carbs, right? So, so carbs are basically once you're done eating enough protein and fat. Okay, so here's the thing: you're gonna get calories out of the protein. You need the protein because you try to eat little, right? But you want to not be hungry. Right, so right. by the time you eat as little as possible and still not be hungry, you're already at like 1,200 calories. Right. So whatever you have left over, you could put a carb in there. So it's basically two apples at right. 1,500 calories. <laughs> so you're saying different kinds of fruit. Okay, but fine. So an apple well, I'm, and under your one. current super limited regime. That's true. Right. But you're not going to stay at 1,500 calories forever. Cause no, that's... then it has to go like 2,500 right. for the, the bulk or something. Yeah. But it's still going to be mostly protein. And fat, and that means it's still salmon, avocado, you know. That's, that's a fruit. That's whatever, you know. It's <laughs> it's good fat. So yes, I uh, mean it's very similar. The eating wise, it's similar to like what we used to do when we were uh, paleo. It's like very similar. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 exactly. But apples, you know, apples are good. But the only way apples work is if you don't peel them, right? Because if you peel them, you get rid of all the fiber, and that's what they're worth. They're sugar, sugar balls. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we don't peel the apples at our house, so we're good there. So. You so, like to peel, but, you like to peel thing, an apple? I don't like a peeled apple. I like an unpeeled apple. 
Um, yeah, it depends. Sometimes you get you get like a peeled apple for the baby, and you finish the other half or something. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's um, in the exception territory now. Yeah, but but you know the the research to make a long story short, it works, right? You have to kind of go through that. You have to go through that phase of sort of like realizing that this entire industry is like not on your side. Oh yeah, food industry. Of yeah, course. Right, not, yeah. Food, not, <laughs> not only food, but like the people that like supplements and and, yeah, and Weight Watchers and like all of the, everything, the entire thing. I mean, just look at a Weight Watchers thing; it's like ridiculous. There's all kinds of crap in there. So it's yeah. Like... So you can, and, you know, I, people can't like you know people can't sell. At, at a certain point, all these companies sat down and said, you know, we can't sell. Don't eat a lot, but we could right. sell eat this. You know, so. Uh, it's well, I mean, losing weight is like one of those things totally – it's a lot about what you eat, which is a lot of discipline. Yeah. And then the other part is a lot of work of like physically working out and stuff like that. So like between having to be disciplined and having to physically do things, like those are the two things humans hate the most. Right. <laughs> like like it's a lot of uh, – it's just a hard it, – it's so much easier, especially in our society, obviously, to uh, you know eat quickly or – eat tastily or sit around and watch something or be on your computer or do whatever. Right. Um, You're just mindless chewing. Right. Versus like, well, I'm going to go and work out today. I'm going to run. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, then when I get home from doing that and I'm starving, I am not going to eat the super tasty thing that's <laughs> easy. I'm going to like eat this piece of flavorless grilled chicken. <laughs> so like, all right. So now, but hold on. Now, I feel like you've crossed a line here, right? Like you were trying to lose weight. With yeah. Your so yeah. And you so could I, just do that. You could stay at one sixty-five, and you'd be super healthy, and you could go into kind of maintenance levels of working out and loosen up a little on what you eat, but kind of, you know, but maintain that with like some discipline and continue to work it out. But yeah, we've so gone the, past that now. So into, the, yeah. So the only right. So this is why I have two gym memberships now. <laughs> no, so so, oh so the only reason that I hit so the target was one eighty six. Okay. Right. So the only reason I did that was because I had a I had a target, right? And then when I when I got back to, when I got down from one eighty six, I had like a, a crisis because like I don't no longer had a, a purpose for doing this. Right. Uh. So like I kind of said all right so let's do 165 because like they, they did the bmi calculator or whatever it was you know and said you know here's your not least bit overweight at all now is 165 sorry 165 and then i'm like at 165 and i'm like and there's a six pack there oh that's kind of cool so let's see how far we take that um uh, so and then i realized that's like a 15 percent. so let's see what 30 percent looks like and 30 percent looks even better all right so i, I bounced up a little because i bulked for a little while because it was the middle of the you know winter, it was cold. I thought it was gonna warm up, so I wanted to cut a little bit more. But then it, was, it kept being cold in like April, so I'm like, forget it. I'll just uh, I'll, I'll bulk up a little bit. So I went back up to sixteen percent. So thirty percent looks awesome. So I'd like to. Um, so I went through this research thing, and so I just, I just want to see how far I could take it. Because like at the beginning of this, I told you like when I first started talking about this, like I want to do something like the whole point of this when I started back in May was like I wanted to do so like I have no control of my company my company is killing me like <laughs> I put work in and I'm not getting a direct result out for like 13 years now it's, it's killing me so I wanted something that I could do that was like like cartoonish level of life changing right <laughs> like absolutely inconceivably something I would never think about achieving and that would be like that kind of body right right so I want to see how far I could take it. Um, Are we talking Schwarzenegger? Uh, no, but I want to see how far it goes. I mean, I know the the rules now, right? And they uh, the work is paying off. So as long as I'm putting X in and I'm getting Y out, uh, and it's not seem to be faltering or failing me, I want to see how far I could do it. It's not like the hardest thing in the world. I've been doing it for a year now. Is the working out getting boring? Uh, no, because, um, the, because you do this thing called progressive overload where you try to add more weight or more reps each time, right? Mm. So all you have to do is stick that thing into Google Sheets and every single week you see that the numbers go up and then it becomes a video game. <laughs> right? Video games get boring sometimes. That's true. But, you know, like it, it does get boring if there's no like goal or something, mm. but like you see the numbers go up and you're like, holy shit, I'm benching something I wouldn't even be able to lift like two months ago and it's 
it's a game you know it's it's one of those you know what my favorite thing is like prog- like like incremental improvements like i love it i like it in games i like it in the business stuff i and i found that it, you know i i figured out how to make it happen with the with the with the body transformation stuff and it's fantastic so what's up with those two gyms oh so i needed to do uh uh, uh these compound things which are like um squats and deadlifts or basically olympic bars with huge weights on the side that you can put it. free free weights but bars right okay yeah. so the mm-hmm. kind of bars you you lift right right uh but my 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 gym before that was planet fitness and planet fitness is like sees itself like the marketing thing is like the on gym or something like right they, you seem like you've outgrown the planet fitness probably in terms but of, i really like the feel of the space right, right. <laughs> so i do my cardio in planet fitness but i'm not allowed to do any of the free weight stuff because they don't have the kind of free weights i need so i do the free weights in this gym where they have like basically throw up buckets because that's the kind of gym it is <laughs> Uh, like like the weights don't have numbers on them. Like that's the kind of gym. You just eyeball. You're like, oh, that's, that's the one. That's right. Yeah, big one. Right. Um, <laughs> and I go there just for the the heavy lifts, and then I go. To, it's also much closer to my house than Planet Fitness, and much really? more expensive. It's like a weird combination. It's a super niche gym. It's three times more expensive. It's twice as there close. You go. That's a whole uh, interesting business topic right there. Why, <laughs> the, why the niche gym is three times as expensive as the giant uh, super gym? It's family owned, so they can't afford to charge nine bucks a month. You know, so yeah. like well, that's it's more the, specialized, right? It's like I guess, yeah. else that's specialized. It's also super rundown. They haven't upgraded since. Like, of course, <laughs> I'm picture total like Rocky era. The like, floors, gym the floors sort of creak. Thing. There's like stuff being held up by scotch tape. Yeah, yeah, totally that. Um, uh, wow, this is unbelievable. This is taking a dramatic turn of events I would not have predicted. I have to say. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like uh, results from work put in. It doesn't really matter what it is. Like I like getting better at something. And like uh, I said, like if I, if I had this, somebody asked me on Twitter about this. We're going way too much into something that's supposed to be quick. But somebody asked me on Twitter about like also what you asked about, like what's the purpose of this? Uh, and the purpose of this is like like. Oh, the the notion was like I don't spend enough time with my kids or something. That's ridiculous. I'm like with my kids 26 <laughs> yeah. hours a day. <laughs> you uh, don't spend enough time. With kids. <laughs> that, 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 people are insane. Um, anyway, continue. Uh, th- like my response was like like if I figured out a while back or whenever how to do this with the company, like work right. in results in some kind, of, always some kind of a direct positive output, I probably would not be doing this workout stuff but i'm not getting that from the company right the company seems to be like i do fine but it's mostly luck 13 years it's still mostly crap crap luck but it's not quite the same as it's uh, right. direct input output right just right and that that bothers me because i feel like after 13 years i should have figured it out and i haven't right? well you're not but i think it's kind of similar to this in that you're not really interested in the aspects of the business that cause that reaction yeah, uh whereas maybe. like this you found an angle that interests you and so you're interested in it you know what i mean but like the marketing which i don't have a big interest in those things either um <laughs> you know that end of it where like it's not about the code at all or that stuff right it's it's entirely a lot about like positioning and marketing and what right. all those things like uh, is not as interesting and so like the commitment to figure out all that shit in order to get the input output of it is not uh, probably as appealing right. as this. Right. But yeah. you may be right. <laughs> I'm just maybe I may be by luck hit on the right thing that causes good results in my research for the workout stuff, but I never well, out, I out of my dislike for the marketing stuff, never explored what actually makes I don't know if it's just happen. marketing. It's like um I think this is totally you and it makes total like your obsession with this makes total sense to me because it's similar. It's very similar to the business, right? Like your, your business is a lot about like you feel comfortable with you being in control of it and not necessarily relying on other people or having to worry about other people. Like that part was stressful when you tried it and you like in a sense, like your business with it's just you and you're running the show and you know what's going on. Yeah. And okay, so that, I have a story just, about this. This is just way. like that, right? Like, so it's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, like, you are in full control of this, and you handle the inputs and outputs. And it's all about you know your you are the one seeing the improvement and whatever. And it's not like really too dependent on other right. people other than your wife putting up with your weirdo bullshit. And, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Right. 
Okay, we're going to take a short break here to talk about our sponsor for the spring season of Bootstrapped. I'm super happy uh, to announce that it's again Linode, um, who's been a huge supporter of the podcast. So thanks so much, Linode. Um, I have 14 servers on Linode. Andre has a bunch of servers there. Uh, anytime we need a server for a new project, a website, everything just gets its own server now on Linode. Um, and, and that's what we do. Plans start at just five bucks a month for a gig of RAM, which for almost everything we do is enough right there. And obviously go up to much larger sizes if you need it. Uh, they now have high memory plans starting at 16 gigs of RAM. 10 data centers all over the world, um, seven-day money-back guarantee, which is amazing. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that elsewhere. Um, you know, boots up in under a minute. Uh, they have hourly billing on all their plans and services, 24-7, 365 support, phone supports available. Um, you know, obviously, all the sort of modern VM uh, control and things you'd want to do, Docker containers, encrypted disks, VPNs, they have everything now. Uh, it's all native SSD storage, super fast 40 gig uh, network, all modern Intel processors, just really can't be beat. Um, and now they even have block storage uh, currently in Fremont and I think in Newark. Um, and they're going to be expanding that out uh, to all their data centers by the end of uh, spring. So one-stop shopping, everything you need at Linode for tiny side project all the way up to your full production needs. Um, just just an amazing service. I've been with them personally for, I don't even know, six, seven years. Um, so really highly recommend it. Uh, they did want me to mention that they also just came out with a new control panel. It's all, you know, cutting edge, uh, Ajaxy, React, all that good stuff, um, modernized design and everything. So you should definitely check that out at cloud.linode.com if you're already a customer. And uh, Linode's come up with a great discount for all our Bootstrapped FM listeners, $20 credit, um, which is four free months, a third of a year at the $5 tier. So to get that credit, it's super easy. Just go to linode.com slash bootstrapped FM, all one word. Again, that's linode.com slash bootstrapped FM, all one word. And that will take you right to uh, the page on Linode where you can sign up and get that $20 credit. Um, so you have nothing to lose. You get $20 credit. You get money back guarantee. Um, yeah, throw a side project up on there. Move a, a production server over to there. Try it out. Um, like I said, I have a ton of servers on Linode. Highly recommend them. They're giving you $20 to try it out for a third of a year. Give it a shot and uh, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback on on our sponsors. Um, but we really love them here at Bootstrapped. And uh, thanks again to Linode. I What's do. your story? No, no, no. Go. Ahead. That's just not about the uh, only being dependent on me. I have a little story. No, let's have um, a story. No, it's listen, a Bootstrap episode. We got it. We got it. No. That's no, a Bluetooth episode. Let's have tired. a story. Every, every, every episode is a Bluetooth episode. Listen, <laughs> um, there's 24 or 26 minutes in all Bluetooth. Uh, listen, like Bluetooth. Uh, we got to say before we forget, we, we're going to be at Pierce. So everybody go get tickets for Pierce. Because last time we had the episode, we didn't know whether we were going to be at Pierce or not. Um, so here's a – I have a story about that. Okay. So so you're, you're, you have a panel at Pierce, and I'm going to be speaking at Pierce. I have a, a, a talk and a lightning talk. And you have a panel and a just a panel, a panel with Jamie, panel with my wife. Yeah. Yes, that'll be uh, fun. I hope I don't like clash on scheduling with you. I don't think it's multiple tracks, so I don't think it'll clash. It is. I think it's tracks. single track. Is it multiple tracks? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nelly. No, it's uh, always business and business and dev. And dev, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so dot Everybody should check that out. It's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, uh, tech conference because it's the perfect balance of like geeky tech stuff and business stuff and cool people in the community and it's like very low-key and the food's always awesome and just does a great job organizing it and running it so it's like kind of a down-home tech conference like it's really cool so uh, everybody's got to check that out uh, april 24th or 25th through something like that two, yeah, two, like it's that. one day of workshops and two days of conference and it's in austin texas yes. so if you're near there you can just go. If you're not, you can get a flight very easily, and you come join most of us there. Most of us? <laughs> most of us, Bhutan, because that's my news. 
What? What's that? Our babysitting situation has imploded. Oh, no. How many are you bringing? We, All of so, them. <laughs> no, well, okay, so we considered that option, but we have dismissed it uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, partially because I have a, I'm going into microconf slash hanging out in Vegas right. slash mostly hanging out in Vegas uh, directly after peers. And so that was like going to just be a rough situation right. and pulling the kids out of school and whatever else. So, and plus just increasing the cross. Cause like there's so many of them, like there's three more flights and like a second hotel room. And, you know, so now it's like an extra $3,000 just to bring my kids. That doesn't make any sense. So, and we're not, and it's not like there'd be a lot of time to like hang out. It's just like three days. So we're not going to like, like if you have all the kids in tow, that's not a lot of time to like see stuff and be at the conference and whatever. What are you going to do them at the conference and blah, 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 blah. So we dismissed that, although we did consider it. So I am staying home with the kids and mm -hmm. Jamie is running the conference show. So she will be still on the panel without mm -hmm. me, which is kind of like an interesting uh, sort of real life. You know, the panel, for those who aren't aware, the panel is sort of about husband and wives who, you know, run a software businesses right. together. And so uh, and sort of what, when your real life and your business life are so interconnected like that and what happens and we are going to be like a living example. Are you going to tell a conference in or something? I did think about that. Um but I I didn't bring that up to Jessica. I guess if she wanted to, I mean, I wouldn't. It would be fine. Uh, but you know, a lot of times at conference, like when you're trying to have like the one person on Skype, and there's five people on the panel physically there, right. and I can't hear what they said, and <laughs> right. something's gonna go wrong with the stream. You know, it's just gonna be. I think it's just not worth the extra complexity because ultimately Jamie can talk to our experience, and right. uh, so I think it's just better just everybody being live. So I did think about bringing that up, but I kind of decided against it. I mean, if she asked me to, I would definitely do it, but I don't think it's necessary. And I think uh, it'll be better just to keep the focus on, because there's uh, two other couples there as well. One of whom I know the people from wild bit who are really great. So, uh, so I think that'd be cool. So we went back and forth on it, but I was like, you know what you go, like she never gets to go to conferences or things like that. And, uh, so she's going to go represent userscape and all that. You could be her bodyguard, <laughs> Russian, Russian bodyguard I hired. And, uh, um, yeah, so that's my big news, but I'm still going to Vegas. So if you yeah, yeah, because yeah, now, now it's going to be a well-deserved. I mean, let's not be, let's not be <laughs> crazy now. I mean, I, I have priorities. So, uh, so if anybody's going to be going to microconf, I will be around in Vegas at various points. I'll be at microconf for the growth and then uh, I'll still be there when the startup version of it is going on. Um, so definitely you can try oh, to hit me up man. on Twitter or whatever. I'm going to miss you there. I know. That's what, this was like my number one uh, uh, like thing outside of me and Jamie being on the same panel, which is going to be like a really cool thing just for the, with, as a, as us doing the business for so long together, like uh, that was going to be really cool. And I, I'm you know, upset to be missing that. Um, but the other thing was to be with you and to know you got there on a plane and to see how you were after the plane ride and to hang out with uh, with you in person and Jamie and all of us and a million other people we know there. So I am extremely disappointed in that. Uh, but and I tried to hold on to the last minute like we were, you know, researching all the various alternatives. And uh, so but it just couldn't happen. So today I actually just went through and like changed all the flights, which is a total disaster. <laughs> um, like, I mean, Delta to call them. I ended up just like working through it this other way, which obviously is their intent. But I mean, they have a wait time of two hours on the what? flight. Two hours. It's like, please hold. The next representative will be available in approximately two hours. This is <laughs> the, the, the one two representative. Hours. Two hours. The one it's, person. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you want to have one of those callback systems, fine. Like, you want to be like, it's two hours and we'll call you. Okay. Right. Like, it's still crazy, but okay. But they don't even have that. So it's just sit with your cell phone to your ear for <laughs> two hours while we wait for somebody. That's crazy. It's this, this is like a major airline. It's like the majorest. <laughs> it's like the biggest or one of the biggest. That doesn't make any crazy. sense. Like, how could they be cutting costs on that? Like, I mean, like, it's the whole, it's just infuriating. It's unbelievable. It's just a customer service uh, nightmare. 
That's all right. You'll come down to the city. We'll meet up in the city. Yes, we have to do that. We have to do that. And I got a lot of stuff I want to do this summer. I got all kinds of stuff going on, but I have all kinds of other stuff I want to do. Hey, you ever watch Casey Neistat, that YouTube guy? No. You should watch that guy. You would like this guy. I just started watching him. And I people talk about this guy forever. I never watched him, but I just started watching him like a week ago. And apparently he's got like a whole new thing. So it's nothing even like the old ones. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's in New York City. He's pretty New Yorker, New Yorker-y. And I think you would like him. So you should check this guy out. Send, I actually think, send me a link. I'll send you a link. He, all, right. all his episodes are like, like eight minutes like really crazily well done. You're going to enjoy the craftsmanship aspect of it. Cause like, it's unbelievable. This one guy, he might have a few people help him now, whatever, but still small operation. Like all the stuff he does in the 24 hour period to do a daily episode on wow. YouTube is pretty wild. Um, anyway, hey, are you going to any other conferences? No, I have a little bit of interesting news. That's sort of like bootstrappy for a change. Okay. So, like, I stopped, uh, you know, like, I have no time, right, basically. So, I, every piece of dev time that I have was uh, uh, going into consulting work. Um, but Scribbleton is making some money. So, I, you know, for for a while there, I'm like, I, I got to open, the, I got to release these new features. I've been sitting in them for a while. I have no time to work on this. But um finally decided you no know, maybe i'll throw a few grand to a developer see if, but the problem with scribbleton was like it's it's qt c plus plus like go find a developer <laughs> um and uh so i had a hard time for a while but then like uh my wife said then just you know a few thousand dollars throw at it see if it works because uh, you don't have time to work on it it's bringing in money uh it's worth doing and then uh, you know you don't have to hire you don't have to hire a subcontractor for uh, the consulting stuff because you don't you know you, I'm not I'm not gonna trust the subcontractor. Right, I'm right. just not the type of person. <laughs> we talked about uh, this on the for, episode before too, like about right. maybe outsourcing some of this. Right, uh, but the product stuff, stuff. Right, so right. so the product stuff, I'll, I'll I'll turn it around. Instead of doing a subcontractor for consulting work and working on products, I'll subcontract out the product stuff and work on consulting myself. So so uh, hard to find whatever key to develop. So I went out and I, I, I had a question out on Stack Overflow about a, a bug that I couldn't, it was like a weird UI. Like everything that's hard in all of my products has to do with the custom UI. Everything going back for years. <laughs> um, yeah, Cause they're all like insanely weird. Like nothing is like built in in any of our stuff. Cause Victoria designs it and it's all custom UI. <laughs> Uh, so I had a bug, couldn't figure, not a bug, a, a way of implementing something that I couldn't figure out how to do. And I put it up on a stack overflow for the hell of it, uh, anonymously. And a guy answered it so, and it was right. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, and it worked like, it, like my usual, like experience with stack overflow is like, why don't you just, and then somebody right. yells at me and then that <laughs> nobody gets anywhere. Um, and I looked him up and he's like the number one for QT, C++ and stack overflow. Uh, so, all right, cool. There's your GitHub page from the GitHub page. I found his email address. I'm sure I'm not supposed to be doing it. I'm supposed to be paying Stack Overflow 20 grand a year or something. Okay, okay. Uh, right. whatever. You're stealing out of Spolsky's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> He'll live. Um, so, uh, I sent him an email. How much they charge? $50 an hour. I could do $50 an hour. So, here's my thing. Here's what I want to implement. And I basically wanted to add search. I wanted to add folders. And I wanted to add image resizing. Um, and Scribbleton is like a weird conglomerate of like, there's, there's hard part in C++ for UI, but there's also hard part in the JavaScript stuff. Cause it's not like a front end client where you could look into it. It's sort of like JavaScript inside this box you can't look right. into <laughs> or debug or, or get any output out of. So, um, so he said, so like about f like three grand worth. Okay, fine, whatever. So let's do it. And then he took four days to get back. Like, oh, no, that's awesome. not going to work. So I mean, I don't uh, care how good you are. Like, response, like, it kills oh, me. Oh, if four days. Like, I thought you meant he turned it around in four no, days. No, no, no. <laughs> to get back to my email. Gotcha. After I read it, like, like two days to say okay. Oh, and the then worst. four days after I sent him Contractors the little. Contractors are the worst, man. Yeah. No, so, offense, no offense. but no, the... no, I'm the Dude, the only reason I'm, like, neck deep in contracting work is because I reply to all my emails exactly <laughs> exactly that's the big secret <laughs> that's the secret just just reply to the email. 
Um, so then I can't, I can't work with you. I'm sorry. You take four days to like sign this and get back to me. I'm not like, we, I'd rather take a slightly worse. I'll take the number two guy on Stack Overflow <laughs> if he responds to me within a day. So I'm like, where am I going to find QT? So whatever, you type QT freelancers and you get Upwork, of course. Right. So I went to Upwork and like I basically picked the top guy for QT C++ on Upwork. And he, again, he didn't respond to me. I'm like, what right. the hell? <laughs> so then I did more filtering and like I picked only the guys that did have portfolio items with like lots of custom UI work for QT C++. And I picked the top guy out of there. He got back to me in like a day. So that was good. Like my limit is a day. Like you turn around twenty four hours, I'm I'm good. That's that. okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, all right. So here's here's the thing. 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 And the guys like in Siberia. Like I usually I don't look where they are. They don't like whatever. But it's hard enough to find the developer in this tech stack. But I didn't even notice like until after I hired him that he's in Siberia because like perfect English. Ah, Dude nice. lives in Siberia. Perfect. <laughs> how is like like you don't like realize like how that works, but like perfect English Siberia. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I this this feature set that I wanted for the next release that I sat on for a year because I didn't have time to do it. You turned it around three and a half days. There you go. And it's done, and it cost twenty four dollars an hour. <sighs> and I, the whole thing, I, I have a new release for five hundred and sixty eight dollars. <laughs> It cost me and, you're, and you're never going to touch QT code again. <laughs> there you go. So here's the thing. So it's working out well. It's cheap. The guy speaks perfect English. It's fantastic. I throw stuff at him and he gives me stuff that works. It's fantastic. Right. Um, so I haven't done this in a long time, right? Last time I hired, I hired kids out of college. You, that does not fly with kids out of college. You can't right. throw stuff at them and get stuff back. Um, but the thing is that like, I have this all personal idiosyncrasy, personal code. Like I have to redo some of the code he gives me back. <laughs> uh, but there's like two categories of this. Like one is UI code, which is fine. I can't ask him to do UI code. I give him like a task, like do search. So here's, it needs a search entry bar and it needs a search result widget, right? Something to put, yeah. something to take search query and something to spit out the results, right? He gives me the basic vanilla windows for that, right? I mean, right. he tries to match whatever the style I have, but like a style I have is like a perfectionist has to do the style right. I have. Cause like, He's takes, not going yeah. to do that. So he can't do that because it's trial and error. It's hard to explain. A lot of it is exploratory code. Like he can't yeah. give a subtract that exploratory code. You know? So the UI stuff I have to redo anyway. But then today... Another part of the personal flaw came about where I'm like on my final stretch of like, like I got to get back to the userscape stuff because like I'm done with my prep work for the, the talks for peers and I got to finish up the, the help spot release. So, so let's just take the stuff that's all ready to go and test it one last time for Scribbleton and do a Scribbleton release. And I found a bug, mm. right? And it's, it's, it's a, like a crash and it's like a crash and like, something it's going to take a couple of hours of research right? right and i spent four hours doing research oh, I spent, listen to me listen to how stupid i am listen i spent four hours doing the research and then i had to pee and i got up and i went to the bathroom and i'm in the bathroom and i'm like why am i not sending this to him that's the perfect thing you're supposed to be sending to him. This is like his thing to do. Yes. He will send this back to me in 20 minutes. Done. Why am I? And like, I, it's. I mean, if he of, doesn't, even if it takes him five hours, who cares? It's $100 matter, right? or whatever, and you didn't have to think about it, and that's it. That's but the, the, thing that, it right there. the thing that killed me is like, this didn't even occur to me. <laughs> the <laughs> first so thing that occurred to me was like, I'm just going to patch this bug up real quick and do a release. <laughs> that should never happen. Yeah. Right. I'm really happy with the way this guy turned out. Like, like Upwork doesn't really do kind of like maintenance type of stuff. They kind of do like, here's your task, finish the task, create a few tasks. But like, I'm going to open up a task and just invite him and he's the only one that's going to be working on this. It's going to be an ongoing thing. But like, I'm right. really happy with being able to reach out to somebody and say, I have a situation with Scribbleton. Please fix it. And it's going to get fixed. Uh, but I need to get over this mental, like, like, 10 years of mental thing of like, I'll just patch it myself real quick because I know what, what I'm doing. And now four hours are gone. I have the same thing uh, with uh, recently, like two or three months. Well, I mean, maybe now it's like four months ago. We hired a, a like a content editor type person just on uh, contract. And I've been through every version of this person, right? Like I've had <laughs> a full-time employee. 
I've had a million contractors. I've had an agency. I've had all bajillion dollars into this <laughs> position, right? We found this woman who I had kind of, anyway, I found this woman and she's great and it's awesome. And she's like, works on it, like whatever, like 10 hours a week. And now like we produce stuff every week. And when there's like, you know, when we write something, we need to look it over because you know, our grammar's all messed up. Like she looks it over and turns it right around. And it's like so wonderful. But yeah, I do the same thing. Like I forget the like this person's there. So like I go down like a whole path of like writing right. something, hate, hating it and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like I could just make bullet points and send this to her and she'll do it. And it'll be like a thousand times better than I could do it. And right. I don't have to think about it. So right. And you oh, have employees. Just, You're used to delegating. Yeah. I'm not even like, how are you getting into this position of forgetting that you could just do some- <laughs> Because they're not, you know, the employees are all in Slack all day and everything. But like, she's you know, off to the side. She's not in Slack and stuff because she's like only she's working on like Saturdays and nights and stuff. So, yeah. So it's like, but just find, but also just the finding aspect. When you find a good employee, whether it's full time or contract, like it's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. And then you like love them so greatly when you find them because it's like you know the pain of like. Oh, it's, it's fantastic! Else. I'm like after he he delivered it, like I couldn't believe it worked. Like I'm looking at like how are these features in here? I haven't worked. I, I don't know what this code. Does. I didn't do them. Right? I didn't do, this. <laughs> I didn't do it. How to get that? And it works. It's. A, I went to my wife. I'm like, this is like the first time in like a decade. I feel like I'm actually running a business. <laughs> just not just not just not just working at this thing. Well, that's what the UI stuff is so true too. Just because like I've been totally holding up, not totally holding up because. We have other stuff going on with it, but like there's gonna be this big new help spot release, and I'm definitely a bit of a monkey wrench in it. But it's like I can't, we can't do the rest of it until I feel comfortable with the UI, and I, I like have to work through the UI. Like yeah. I just have to do that part. Like it just, I there's, I just have to do it. That's it. Like and Dude, I don't have to do you every. Can't, you can't give it to somebody. It's, it's like I push it I to the left, and you stand back and you look at it for a while. Nah, it doesn't yeah. feel right. Nobody exactly. could do that except for you. You right? can't. It doesn't even matter. Nobody else could do it. Like. It just it just has to be that way, and it's not scalable or efficient. And with something as huge as HelpSpot, it's not going to be like every single screen, but like the main screens and the overall vibe. Like I just have to do that, and I've tried outsourcing that in the past to like expensive companies, disaster, because they don't know how it works. You know what I mean? Like they don't know right. anything about how it works. They're like, "Well, this looks pretty," but you're <laughs> like, "Yeah, but it doesn't work." Like the people are in this app like ten hours a day, and like they need this thing to be fast in this spot, and you've like made it all swirly and <laughs> hidden and whatever. So that doesn't work. And then I don't even know if I could put it on the employees because I think it would just be too much. Like I'd be too, I, I, I wouldn't even know what to tell them. Like I couldn't right. even guide them. I couldn't be like, oh, this is, this is what I'm thinking because I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm just in there like exactly like staring at the screen for an hour. Right, <laughs> like right. I don't know when people use it this way, like, you know, and like going back to all the experiences and like, how should it be? So, so I had a few false starts there and Oh, uh, but now I actually think I have it in an awesome spot. I'm super excited about where it's at. So now it's like, okay, I got to get out a little farther along and then I'll be able to bring in everybody else and then we can like really start churning. But uh, it's like that slow process. And like, yeah, that's just that eye that you have to have for whatever. It's just like such a core part of everything too that you have, uh, uh, there's a lot of pressure with it, I think in general. But mm. anyway. All right. What else you got aside from uh, making me sad that you're not going to be at Pierce? You ever listen to Halsey? Uh, you know, when the radio's on. I love Halsey, man. I'm in like a Halsey addiction mode. I just have a playlist of like 25 Halsey songs, and that's just all I listen to. Yeah. I've been, uh, like- I've been hitting the, the, what is that, the golden rap playlist on spotify it's basically 90s rap i don't know why they call oh, yeah. it <laughs> um i don't know why i'm like on this on this 90s rap bender or something oh nice now, do you have this thing here's a weird thing i have so i can't it's like with this halsey thing i can't decide um well i, I do really like it a lot but i also get in these things where like every major release of Helpspot, i have an audio theme that goes along right yeah. like there's like you know version three was all kanye west dark twisted fantasy like that's all i listened <laughs> to i listened to that one album over and over for a year right. and like that's like what i'm doing the halsey and help spot five and 
Helps uh, spot one was uh, Mike and the Mad Dog, who was like sports talk radio. Like right. I just had them on like all afternoon. So like every major release has this like audio theme. Like I just get addicted to something, and I just have to. That's like all I can listen to while I'm working on it. Isn't that how the? Isn't that how Matt does uh, the WordPress releases with the? He names them after the jazz performers oh, really? because that's the jazz performer he listened to while he was building that version uh, of uh, WordPress or something. Had not heard that, but that. Makes some sense. I have that for books. Really? Well, I usually have uh, stuff in the background playing. So, Audio. like, yeah. So, the Langoliers, the Stephen King book. It's a short story in this in this three short stories in one book type of thing. It will always be associated with uh, Dark uh, Black Hole Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Just and, that one song and, over and over. And oh my God. Just that one song, and I and I read that book over over like twenty minutes in like whatever early nineties it was, and f- to this day, that's what that story is stuck with. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy how your mom. That's the power of. That's why all these ads have jingles, right? It's like the power, the association <laughs> of that music with your brain just like makes those connections. Pretty insane. Yeah. I mostly do the audiobooks now, so I can't really listen to the audio and have the audiobook. I can't. I can't do audiobooks. I can't. Oh, I can't. The best. No, I can't go back. I, I try lo- to read a book. I can't do it. I love audiobooks, but I can't. I can't get over the feeling that I'm cheating. <laughs> because somebody at some point will ask me, "Have you read this book?" And I won't know what to say. You say yes. No, I read it. You have not read the book. Yes, you have. No, you cheated your way through life. You better than read it because it's all the original words, wow. unlike the movie version. No, it's you, all the original text. You, you don't miss anything, but with beautiful acting. It's you like sugar, beautiful- you sugar coated the fiber and shoved it in your ear. Oh no, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's like you took all the best parts of the movie and all the best parts of the book and you put them together into something that's bigger than the sum of the two parts. I do like the acting. I'm I'm a very big fan of like Radio Lab. Like I like really well edited audio. Yeah. You can tell the difference. Um, but I, I, it's something about it. Somebody's going to ask me, have you read that book? And I'm going to say, that, la, la, la. I'm sorry. Who's I can't gonna ask you. Nobody's going to ask Nobody's you. Nobody's ever going to ask me. But one day. Some mutant at the uh, <laughs> Nips gym is going to ask you, uh, Butov, what have you been reading lately? And you're going to have to come up with this question. No, you're not going to. Audiobook. Especially with all this working out you do, audiobook could be perfect, no, I man. Can't, you can be listening to it. I, I need a very specific. Like the music has to be on point because I, I, I lift heavy. If I lift, if I don't have the right well, music on for it. the cardio, the lifting, you obviously have cardio is video. I just, well, I just watched old movies I haven't ever seen before. I got to watch heat. They finally put that thing on uh, Netflix. You haven't watched heat. I haven't watched heat oh. because it's rated R and I don't know what <laughs> I could watch on a treadmill. And I don't know who's behind me. I don't know what, what if it's cursing and violence or it's fine if it's like full front nudity or i can't watch it in the gym and netflix doesn't tell you why it's rated why it's rated it's annoying like there's I, no i don't think there's 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 might be like a butt for like a minute like a second but it's mostly it's okay just, so it's that's fine so i wind up watching a lot of marvel universe because they're all pg-13 <laughs> <laughs> uh but they're still super motivational because you know captain america so action right yeah. yeah so i went through all oceans 11 oceans 12 oceans 13 all the triple x and these old shit is just garbage um I, I wanted to go through the Fast and the Furious and nobody has it streaming. So I wound up going through all this. I was just thinking nonsense. about going through that not long ago. Because once you have like eight of them or something, you want you want to watch the set, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. watch the whole set. And I've never seen any of them. so that was I watched like 15-minute bursts of the first one here. It's, it's yeah. that type of movie. It's a perfect type of gym. It's like half paying attention. Right. <laughs> no real but, plot necessary. But see, think about all the books you could get through. Like right now, somebody's going to ask you if you've read X, and you're going to have to say no because you don't have time to read all these books. But That's when you're true. doing cardio for an hour a day, you could totally – you could be plowing through books. I listen at 1.25 speed. I'm plowing through books. You're also missing out. Uh, just like you say, you know, you're gaining the acting part of it. But there's some books where the language, because it's written, is a there lot of like – spacing uh, or things like that. Yeah. that the, yeah. Whatever the literary version of like tempo is. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a, like a lot of the British humor, like uh, Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker style type of stuff. There's a lot of right. – um, uh, Terry Pratchett type of stuff. 
that's I mean, all that's, that's all written. Like you, if you're not reading that, you're missing. I, a lot I of get it. it, but that's a very specific thing. That's not like most books. That does not apply to. Right. And that's true. I do think the thing I worry more about missing out on is I do. I would say overall that my. Um, retention of the book is probably right. not as strong as when I read. I would I, say. I do th- I, I do think there's something, but you know how they say like, what's the number one common thing that all smart people have? Like they read a lot. Like, like I think there's something about like the actual act of reading being the fiber of the fruit, you know what I mean? It could be, but my, my eyes are so bad that like it just, it's too brutal to read. And then, so that, so I have a partial physical reason for not yeah, doing so much reading, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, there's something nice about physically holding a book and like smelling the paper and all. So you, there are you are making concessions. I I will I concede that. Right. But, but if but if you just like taking in like like Marvel Universe style exactly. books, <laughs> like I've been into yeah. this Brandon Sanderson. We might have talked about him on here before, but like last year I've been just like all. I mean, he's written a million books. He's not even he's not he's a young guy, pretty young, forty or whatever, and he's super big in like, the fantasy kind of world um of books and and his things are like tombs <laughs> like right. like 54 <laughs> hours of audio for like you know one book and so it's like okay like I, do I, am i ever gonna really sit down and read 1600 pages like that's just it's just not gonna happen so right. when in the audio book though it does happen because whatever i'm driving to the grocery store um I'm exercising or whatever I'm doing. Like I can, I can listen to it in you know half hour chunks. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I, I'll, I'll concede. Those types of books are fine for audio. Yeah. But like I don't want to read Moby Dick in an audio book. You, you like want a I, War and Peace. You yeah, want to be there. You I want to actually there. say I read the thing. Right? I see. I see. Like the yeah. classics, I guess. But see, so it would be perfect for you working out because you don't like you know you're not. That's like a perfect time for you, the uh, low commitment audiobook. Yeah, that's fine. No, but I like the videos right now. Like, yeah, you're on the video I'm until that video. gets thin. Yeah, it's those are gonna run out pretty quick though. There is. There's not as many movies as you think, you know. It's like even now I go looking for a movie, I'm like, oh, I've kind of seen all the ones I want to see. Yeah. And all the ones I haven't seen aren't that appealing. So the other thing like, is that Netflix is I mean they try to make their UI better, I'm guessing. Oh, nobody, nobody nobody goes out to try to make it worse. So I'm guessing they think they're making it better. It's but like so every brutal. single change is worse. It's worse. Every change every is change worse, is worse. Up. Uh, every change is worse but i'm not even talking about the autoplay stuff that everybody hates and netflix oh, that, doesn't seem to I'm understand i'm not even talking about that either but that I'm is just terrible. talking about discover terrible. discoverability i used to be able to just go through like terrible. categories and pick like the best it's sci-fi so with this type bad. of thing and you can't pick that anymore you i mean who, the horizontal now yeah 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 like and then that autoplay thing, forget that it's autoplay. It's like three quarters of the screen. So you get like one, a half of a bar of videos. Uh, it's like semi-transparent overlay thing over it. And I'm like, I can't see anything. Eight billion videos on here. You're showing me six at a time. It's insane. It's not it's terrible. Even, it's not even, you know, it's it's not even bothering me that it's autoplay per se. It, it's bothering me that I can't rest my mouse anywhere without something activating. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the autoplay of the movie that's annoying. It's the fact that there's no rest state in well, any and, of that UI. And I mostly use actually on Apple TV, where right. it's even worse. It's like ten <laughs> times worse than the, than the television. Right. No, all, all you want to do is like add it to queue, and it's already like fifteen seconds into the preview. And I don't want to see it. Yeah, it's in the preview, and then you know the Apple TV remote is terrible, which is Apple's fault. But then. <laughs> You know, you're like you like you slide down past something. You go back. It's gone. It's missing. It moved. Like the whole thing. It's like there's not all these stupid horizontal things, but there's not one with the stuff I want to watch. Like, right. just give me one of like my queue or stuff I watched recently that disappears. Like the whole thing is terrible. It's yeah. Terrible. Yeah. They're really. I mean, they're really. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's really. It's unbelievable that this is like. That it's so huge. Like if they launch with that terrible UI, it wouldn't be anything. It's just that now, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean. Like now, it's just self-propelled, and there is no alternative. So you're just going to use Netflix. But oh, it's brutal. It's I, really I, bad, they yeah. have to fix it. It's terrible. It's totally a committee of what is a UI we could build that just is every device, and we don't have to think about it. So it's right, like a right, Roku, right. Apple TV, the computer, whatever. Okay, we'll just do this horizontal thing. That'll be it. And it's like, oh, it's terrible. Terrible. All right, I got it. I'm dying. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> All right, I gotta get. Up. I gotta get uh, Red Bull or something. I don't know. Too late. For this. <laughs> You're gonna be up in two hours with a baby. You can't be. Yeah. 
But does, have you, are your kids in phases yet? It's like, see, we get the phases where it's like, you know, they go a month and they sleep through the night. Everything's glorious. You're like high as a kite. Like this is the best. And then like now we're in a phase where everybody's up three times a night. And no, they have. I, I've. I've. In six years, I've literally not not woken up at least once. Right. <laughs> well, I was there for a while. They will get. Oh, well, now you have the baby again, so you kind of reset. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. You got a while on that one. I got business cards. I got up- updated my business cards because I haven't updated them since. Yeah. 2005 or something 95 yeah so i ordered the uh, i i i got a new design or whatever i cheaped out i i went to vistaprint instead of uh uh Moo. Mm-hmm. um but i wanted the uh, the rounded corners i don't care about the fuzzies i just want the rounded corners right because uh, the design is looks nice around the corners but they printed it badly and now there's like a white space around uh, it and like i had to go through and manually cut and oh my sure. goodness um so bad printing from vista vista print but um uh, so out of like 100 cards i have like 30 left because <laughs> you know you have to go through and like you make a little mistake with a scissor and that's it the card is crap whatever oh next time i'll use i'll easily use Moo or i'll print them without the rounded corners because like they're clearly they're, yeah, you got they, a little fancy and you paid for it yeah they shouldn't offer it as a feature if they can't print them. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Whatever. It cost me like $6. <laughs> so then it cost you uh, $200 in time as you're manually cutting rounded corners on your business cards. I, I just do it while I'm staring at the screen for some uh, All right, man. All right. I'll, uh, talk to you later. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye.